Hey. Today is a great day for car wash. Yeah, sure. Car wash. <laughs> <laughs> this is the car wash on Fuck Let Do My Radio. This is a fang and a corner. Hey, welcome to the car wash, our first episode. I am your host, Slu Paho, but I'm joined in studio by two former players. Uh, you might know them, maybe, I don't know. Um, former <laughs> IX Cape Town goalkeeper. You've seen him at Sundowns and Bidvest Vis as well. Sean Roberts, how are you doing, bro? Thank you, my brother. This is a long time in the making. Of This is something I've been wanting to do for years. Indeed. I've just been struggling to find the two best looking guys in town to do it with. Right? <laughs> Unfortunately, you didn't succeed. Uh, no, and I'm, I'm still waiting to find them. Sorry, three. Simple Simon, how's it, bud? Yeah, man. So, yeah, Slu, thanks, bud. And we also have former Bafana Bafana Pirates, Sundowns, and Cape Town City midfielder. They call him the General. Teko Mudisa, how you doing? I'm good. I'm afraid to unja anyway. Ah, nikoa nafeh. Iso. So... Uh, let's get started. Let's just and dive on. Sport. You play for Supersport as well. Did yeah. you say Supersport? You didn't yeah. say Supersport. No. I mean, long resume. I, nobody, I, was, I was trying nobody, to pick. Nobody actually mentioned Supersport. Nobody really mentioned the teams that but I played that for. Made, I don't understand why. That made you, right? No, not really. Well, you made yourself, Teko. I just played there for one season. <laughs> you made yourself, bro. I played one season. Was it was it like a Pokemon thing? You thought, like, i got to catch them all. Like, <laughs> <laughs> collecting the jizz. Not man. enough time. <laughs> not enough time, chief. <laughs> let's get into it, man. Yeah. Yeah. So, Cape Town City FC, I think we got to start right there. Um, my man's Benny. We love Benny. We love Benny. We love Benny. Benny's good for football. Benny's good for local football. Benny's good for Cape Town. Yeah. Is he good for Cape Town City, though? FC. I hope so. <laughs> I'd like to think so. It's, uh, He's under immense pressure. A lot of pressure. A lot of pressure. No wins in nine matches in all competitions right now. Uh, it's tough times over there. They have talented players. They just, uh, you know, and they're not like getting destroyed in these matches, you know? No, no, it's, um, it's, it's, it's a case. I mean, Teko will correct me if I'm wrong, but it's, it's a case of they scoring. You know, you've got Erasmus there who's on fire. He's, mm -hmm. he's been unbelievable this season. Mm -hmm. Without a doubt, one of their best signings besides Peter Liebenberg, in my opinion. Um, but just at the back, they're struggling, eh? But I think, I think, in all fairness, I think it's just the team itself. Mm. I think this season does... A lot of imbalance within the team. Maybe there's no leadership also on the pitch also. Because normally when the team started, if you remember, there was your Robert Johannes that people actually can, yeah. you know, uh, give take instructions. Exactly, yeah. take, uh, give instructions on the pitch. But now things are different now. So now you've got good football players, but they don't speak. So it's now, you, yeah, it's a problem. And also, also as a coach, as for being, I think as a coach, you need to go through this kind of stage for you to actually grow. Mm. You know, it happens to every coach and it's just that he's fortunate because now he's at the team where they actually still believe in him. Mm. You know, they're still keeping him there. Imagine if it was a chip achieved two games you're nah, out. Chip, you know? Let's not even go to chip. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But now he's still at the team where they actually still believe in him. Yeah. And it's just it's just a matter of maybe one convincing win. Probably maybe might change things mm. around. But of course, it's it's concerning. I mean, nine games being Captain City being an ambitious team that it is. It's very concerning. And I'm sure even Ben himself, you know, is concerned. And you could see even the way he, he's not himself. And um, I mean, it's, it's, it's good because now he's emotionally invested into the team. But as for being safe, I think for now it's still safe. Yeah, I mean, when I did the game uh, on when they played Friday, Maritzburg, Ma hey, Friday, yeah. I mean, he wasn't himself on the bench. Yeah. He hardly moved. We were used to Benny standing, screaming, shouting. Mm. There was a point where he was just like kind of leaning against. Yeah, the, just as yeah. a point of acceptance, or I wouldn't say giving up. I don't think Benny's that type of guy, but certainly just like something's got to change. Yeah, like, something's not going right. Yeah, so yeah but, but also you need to also consider the fact that it's his first time this happening to him. Yeah. So sometimes you don't know how to react mm. to it because now when you shout, you feel like you're making things worse. You're yeah. keeping. 
required, maybe maybe the players will take responsibility, those type of things. So he's caught in between. But I think if he can survive this, it will make him a, a better coach. Because now, once you, you keep on winning, and then Ben is new, it's three years into coaching. Mm -hmm. So now once he keeps winning and there's no such thing that happens uh, in, in his career, there's no way that he can grow. There's no way that he can know uh, this kind of challenges, how to come out of them. Because now if you have to compare him with all the good coaches in South Africa, they went through those, yeah. those stages. Mm -hmm. So I think for him, it's a learning curve. And uh, if he can survive this, Captain Sira in good hands. Yeah, I mean, come on, Benny, eh? On the we other, love Benny. We love Benny. <laughs> I mean, on the other side Benny. of things, we on the other Benny. side of things, they, you know, they're sitting in 13th. How many matches would you give him? Say you were the, the owner of the club. How many matches would you give him to turn things around now? You know, it's a good question, Slu. Um, you know, thank goodness for Benny, and we just touched on it earlier, that his boss is a football guy. Mm -hmm. John Kamisis is, he he eats, breathes, sleeps football. Yeah. You know what I mean? If Like, if it was a chipper, he would have been long gone. Yeah, of course. But, you know, it's... You look at Chiefs, for example, now with, with Middendorp. Mm -hmm. They've stuck by him. Yeah. They could have fired him easily. Yeah. They probably should have, if you think local football-wise. They've stuck by him. They're top of the log. They're, you know, yeah. they're, they're playing amazing football at the moment. Mm. And like Teko says, all it takes is two or three wins. Yeah. And Benny's a hero again. The yeah. self-belief comes back. They've just made a new signing with this, this Greek boy at the back as well, which is which is interesting. So And, and also, if you, sorry, and if you also check... Uh, like from the fourth position coming downwards, it's always 11 or 12 points. Mm. So now Benny, I think he's got eight. Yeah, I think he's got eight or something like that. So now two wins, you actually back in top uh, top eight. Yeah. So it's that's that's the way uh, the league is right now. It's so tight that anybody that wins actually gets into a better position. So yeah. he's not far off. I, w I actually think of Stellenbosch FC when you say that. You know, they were bottom. They were I think fifteenth for the longest time, and then they win a couple, and I think they're top half of the table. Well, look, look at the end of last season. Super Sport United was the season before. I think it was last season where they're struggling, yeah. fighting relegation. Yeah. Two two wins at the end of the season. They're in the top eight. Top yeah. eight. Only yeah. in the PSL. Right. And then in then they end up in the final of the top eight. Are oh, you joking? <laughs> exactly. It's, exactly. It's, it's unbelievable. And then, uh, hey, let's talk about Benefits FC and Sundowns. <laughs> yes. <laughs> First of all, what a game. What a, what a game. <laughs> what a cracker of a game. Uh, yeah. As a football neutral, you can only, you know, wish for more of those games. You wish every every game was sold out. You wish yeah. every goal, uh, every game was full of controversy. You wish every game had pizza in, I guess. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. You know, it's just causing so much out there yeah yeah but he's great for the game i mean we can talk about it at length now i'm sure we are yeah. was it offsides i don't think so absolutely not it wasn't a goal yeah yeah i mean it was a goal for it sure was. it was a goal it was definitely not offsides you think i i think it was an offside because now <laughs> the reason why i'm saying that is listen to what i'm saying first the person <laughs> that that we all think that actually touched the ball nobody is sure that the, whether the, whether castro touched the ball or not mm -hmm. so now we even even it was played in slow motion so many times there's no change of direction in the ball because mm -hmm. normally when you touch the ball it actually you know Affects. it's only natural for the ball to change direction yeah. and for me i feel like it didn't change direction and uh, i mean it was a goal it was given but then again they had what they had like maybe 70 something minutes to play to try and equalize and all that stuff but of course it just it's it doesn't sit well when you prepare for a game especially a big game like that you know with so many fans coming to the game and trying to enjoy the game and then only the referee decide the game not the players so it, it becomes a trend now where every week you see referees making bad decisions and they're actually deciding the results of the game sure but with that one i think i think we can debate about whether it was an offside or not but yeah. they had 75 minutes to play yeah you know what i'm saying they 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 had they had so many chances like they, they could have scored so it's kids achieves for me like 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 shauna said it was 
a beautiful game. And uh, to see the fans actually attending that game, it was dope. Like, I was so jealous. I wish that I was doing that game. Absolutely. You know, for the atmosphere. Because wish I was normal, playing in that game. Dude, Jeez. like, that's how dope it was. But, you know, Pito. Pito liked the stage. He enjoys the stage. Um, Pito actually should be going to Idols. He loves the stage. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Funny enough, can we, can we play that clip of Pito after the match? Uh, fuming. Yes, at, this at guy is angry. Mad. Let, let, let me, let me he's, just... He's, yeah. he's, he's one of the luckiest coaches. The goal that they scored is offside. Okay, I actually wanted us to take... I wanted us to clarify that. I want us to take a look at it once again. Because the last person to touch it is Castro. I know that it was a major um, talking point throughout it the makes, game. It makes the decision. We play under stress because they benefited from the linesman's mistake. All right, let's take a look at it once no again. We what saw that, and in the studio, in the studio, we looked at it question. from so many different Carol's angles. Trying to get the trajectory out of, of the ball <laughs> doesn't seem to change. It seems as if it it, it doesn't touch his ball. Carol, Very close. Carol, do we want to justify how many times Kerchis win with the with the referee's mistakes? But if you look at what transpired here today, can you give the benefit <laughs> of the doubt to the assistant referee who sees it first time? I'll give a benefit of the doubt if you play against Amazulu, Golden Arrows, or anybody. Okay, against Gera Chiefs, I give no space. There's no benefit of the doubt to Gera Chiefs because they benefited a lot. Oof, now, let's talk about how your team played, trying to get them back into the game. Pizzo, pizzo, pizzo. He's mad. Tell he... us how you really feel. Oh, I, I, know I, I know I'm a rank amateur here, but... No, you're not, Simon. <laughs> no, you're not. Uh, I tried Grass Boots FC, but they wouldn't even have me. Um, <laughs> offside, right? The player doesn't actually have to touch the ball. It's just if he interferes with the play. So even if like a player comes near a ball so, so that the opposition would think he's about to get it, he's interfering with the play. So whether the ball actually touched Castro or not, isn't he still offside? Interesting, interesting idea because the goalkeeper would shift his position if Castro goes up for the header. So he would be better placed for the Nurkovic touch had Castro been nowhere near the ball. Yeah. Whereas him going up and being that close, maybe. There's a part of me that goes, you know, say it was like Marwan Fellaini with like the big gigantic hair, <laughs> you know, would we then say, nah, that touched him, man, because then you see his hair move. Yeah. Uh, you know, because it's that close to Castro's head for me. It's such a fine line. I mean, even the VAR is getting it wrong in England. You know yeah. what I mean? Mm -hmm. So we can sit here for days and debate this. But mm. what we see with Pizzo here, we, we see a coach that cares. We see a coach that generally yeah. hates losing, who wants yeah. to win. Mm. Yeah. And we don't see enough of that. Yeah, we so, don't. Do you know what I'm saying? Coaches are becoming cagey. They don't express how they feel. And one thing I can give Pizzo is it doesn't, it doesn't matter who he plays. He actually expresses how he feels all the time. Yeah. He, might, he might not be right at times, but... It makes him human. Yeah. You know, you understand he's 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 emotionally invested into the game. I mean he prepares the team so well and then he gets for this. Me, I love him when he's like this because I know he's gonna 100%. say something. Stupid. I mean I know I know that the PSL are going mad now that they're saying that he's bringing the PSL into disrepute, etc. etc. Yeah. I spoke to the Safa the, the chairperson for the Safa referees committee yesterday. She came out swinging against both Owen de Gama and Pizzo, saying, you know, they're the last people to talk, that you know, the owners of the clubs would, would express themselves differently, you know, they're attacking. But, you know, they're coaches, man. They, they want to see their boys win. And also what I like about Pizzo is that he's restless. He He's the most successful coach, active coach in the league right yeah, now. Yeah. But he doesn't, he, he never he never takes a chill pill and calms down. No, he wants no. the victory he wants so to bad. Win. He wants to. But then again, you, you come to a point where Pizzo and Owen, they're the people that actually want to be punished. But then what are we doing to the referees? Like, you know, we're keeping quiet about the referee, which means we're saying 
no, the referees, you know what, keep, keep doing what you're doing. You're just looking at the coaches. The coaches, now you can't say anything. Remembering that coaches actually, once they start losing those kind of games, they get fired. Yeah. The mm-hmm. referees are still there. They're going to be officiating on Wednesday and Saturday and Saturday. You Unfortunately, know yeah. yeah. So it's, 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 it's a little bit unfair. I understand, yeah. you know, as, as a coach, there's certain ways that you need to speak. We understand that. But then again, why can't we look at the, the matter itself? Why is he that mad? Why is he saying that? Because I don't feel like, because now footballers, you know, you know football. Go through the week, you do your match analysis, you prepare for the for the game, you know, for the team that you're going to play against. Mm-hmm. Then after the game, you do the same thing. You get your videos, you try and analyze and rectify the mistakes. Mm. The question is, are the referees doing that? Yeah. And I think a, you know? a, a better example would be the uh, Pirates-Highlands match from, mm. from, from the other night, from Tuesday night. Mm. Mm. Um, you know, I wanted to ask you about this. You know, Mabas was challenged early on in the game in, into the match he ends up later scoring an offside goal by yeah. miles you know so <laughs> miles how did they miss that yeah so the game changes i mean for me the the challenge uh, i think it was the 11th minute red card Slew. immediate red card it's a purple card that's how red it is Boots up, he's, <laughs> he's inches away from breaking that boy's leg so yeah, well, that player wasn't the same again was he after that yeah. after that challenge he yeah was, he was completely out of the game yeah. yeah so there's there you you look at that challenge and you go if they give that boy if if they give Mabaso a red card he doesn't go on to score later in the match we don't even have a conversation about the offside goal whereas now that's what we talk about but the referee we don't look we 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 can we can sit here week in and week out complaining about refs complaining about linesmen Mm -hmm. but until the day that they are full-time yeah we cannot say anything yeah Mm -hmm. so we're actually getting what we're paying for we are you pay cheap, you pay twice. Of course. Full stop, bro. Yeah. yeah. That's it. Yeah, that's And true. that's what's happening. Yeah. yeah. So we can we can sit here, we, we probably will sit here next week and still talk about some <laughs> referee decision that's <laughs> just happened. Most definitely. 100%. Most but we, definitely. We, we, the, the, that's what Pizzo should be fighting for. Yeah. Yeah. Is to get the referees full time. Yeah. Right. We, we, we commit to 20, 30 referees of this year getting paid X amount. Yeah. Yeah. Straight up. That's it. Training twice a week, just like they do in the Premier League. Yeah. yeah. And that, that changed the game completely. Because now these, these refs and these linesmen, they're, they're liable to be singled out by fans, by coaches alike. And uh, Twitter <laughs> was <laughs> insulting this one linesman, the linesman who got the Mabasa goal wrong. Yeah. The one and, with the crooked eyes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Sean hasn't I'm seen this. Thank you, God. No ways, no <laughs> ways. <laughs> yeah, but I think also I, 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 I feel like because the referees sometimes mm. they don't get enough credit and uh, they only recognize at the end of the season. Well, probably maybe giving a trophy to a linesman and the referee of the little year. Little piece of plastic. Thanks, guys. Cheers. Yeah. So now during the season, they were like guys are probably be tired of not being recognized. So yeah. we might as well do our thing. And it's actually, like goalkeepers, right now, man. We don't get recognized. recognized. Yeah, but I'm saying referees now that are highly recognized. Trust me. So they actually getting what they want. But it's just it's, it's unfortunate uh, I think I was having this chat with other guys as well I said I think this is the only time where I felt like referees are so under pressure to do the right things mm. and they actually f*** up yeah like mm. big proper, time. proper 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 yeah. they're so under pressure but they don't care week in week out big decisions they don't take them that's why there's only one referee that in South Africa we actually scared of because he doesn't mind giving anybody a red card but then other guys are scared to make big decisions like you say the Mabasa ticket which was supposed to be a red card yeah you yeah. understand what I'm saying but if but I also think that if also it was um, 
Okay, I'm going to be a little bit controversial. If that guy, <laughs> if 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 Pirates' uh, goal was probably maybe in the 50-something minutes, 60th minute, mm. it was going to be an offside. We're going to probably judge an offside. But now look at the time when they score. You think what was it? 82 or something? Like it's, it, guys, I play for London Pirates. It's very difficult as as an official to because now you're scared of the crowd. You know, you're always scared of something else. Yeah, and but it's Tembisa as well. You yeah. know, there's, there's so the many things of dreams. Yeah, but yeah. as hell. Too. So he's, he's probably scared to make all those big decisions, but I mean, he's human, but I understand. But then he's, he's up the game, mm. you know, that like the players now they feel about themselves. You know, it's a big game. You know, when you play all these big games, uh, especially when you play for a smaller team playing against Orlando Pirates, you're giving 110 percent exactly, That's and the then thing. and then you lose like that. It's 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 heartbreaking. Yeah, especially yeah, for a guy that actually is supposed to get a red card and then he goes on. I know that's a biggie. Hey, yeah. that's a biggie. So again, you know. Back to Pizzo. I mean, with regards to what he's saying, and you know, I think it's great. I think it's great. I really do. Can you imagine now if he hasn't been going on about this, the next Chiefs and Sundowns game, it won't have them as much, you know, oomph about it, if you like. Yeah. yeah. But now he's creating this awareness. He's creating this demand for SA football. Yeah. No one else is doing it. Yeah, yeah, true. No true. one else is doing it. There's not enough personalities out there, especially in the coaches, you know? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Just, oh, they just, yeah, they just sulk and go on with their oh, business. Oh, man, come on. Yeah. Pizza, pizza. It's like, I would have loved for Coach Rulani to address the offside and the and the, and the the red card because when he was asked about it post-match, yeah. he just said no comment straight out. Yeah. And that doesn't make it fun. You know, at least defend your boys. Say, you know, it, it's part of football. It's part of the game. Something yeah. like that. You know, the truth, you know? Because I'm sure he also saw that it was contentious. It was, yeah. It, it wasn't. It was a red card, Slew. It was a red card. Yeah. The guys sure. under pressure after the game. It just does. It just. Just want to go home, Chief. Yeah. Take your three points and run. Go go try your Nando's in the bus and go home. Just want to go home. Hot chicken meal. Are you listening, Nando's? Hot (laughs) chicken meal. Let's talk about Rulani, though. Okay, so after the Stellenbosch match, everyone is going... Mm. And now after this Highlands match, he's off the hook for now, but he's got the derbies coming up. What do they say? They're giving him four games, I think? Yeah, including the Stellenbosch and Highlands match. So now it's two, two games. games, um, you know, to... to and derbies back to back. Back to back derbies. Four games, easy. Yeah. You, know? you know, the problem is with derbies, hey? It's the same as finals. It's yeah. it's such a massive build-up and you sometimes get let down. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like a boring 0-0 draw or yeah. a 1-1 or... But I think this year's going to be a lot different. I really do. I think the way Chiefs are playing... Because the confidence. I mean, look, Pirates are playing good football. Yeah. Eh? Mm. yeah. But if you look at the stats between, I can't remember the the, the, the Cape Towns, uh, the Stellenbosch game, like 33 ch- attempts on goal. Yeah. Mm. Do you know what I mean? I mean, going forward, they're lethal. Yeah. They're just not taking their chances. Yeah. 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 They're not clinical. They're Same can be said for Cape Town City. Of course. Yes. Comrade, we are. We need, we need prayers and we need a miracle, man. Yeah, but but get but Seiko I think, back. <laughs> no, 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 never. Get Seiko back. But I think um, the derby itself. I think Kaiser Chiefs has a little bit of an edge, merely because how they won against Sundowns, mm-hmm. you know, away, and uh, also with the form that they're in. And what I like about Kaiser Chiefs is they're very structured. Mm. It's not your previous Kaiser Chiefs where people are delaying on the ball. You know, it's it's that's, it's, that's typical Ernst, though, right? You know what I'm saying? Like that's it's very Ernst. productive. Everybody knows what they're doing, yeah. and they're very very productive. And um, 
Now, when you look at the London Pirates, there's there's too many chop and changes because nothing is, you know, nothing is going well. There's, Especially there's defensively, consistency. Yes. Mm. There's lack of consistency. It's centre-backs, they always change everybody there. Everybody can play there. And in the midfield as well, you see Makarenge, you see Kolam Lambo next time, next time you see Musenyatam. So there's always changes because Rolan is trying to find that combination that actually works. But mm. now it's difficult because you're not winning. Yeah. You know, you need results. So now he might go with a different team mm. into the derby. Yeah. You know, with a different person personality on the team. And then now Kenzo Shiz, we know. We I can ask you yeah. now what's uh, what's your first eleven uh, for Kenzo yeah. Shiz? You'll tell me right away. Yeah. We know what we're expecting from Kenzo Shiz, but with the parts we don't. And that can be a disadvantage as well. Yeah. Because now you don't have that momentum, you don't have players. Because you might see Musa Nyatama coming back and play. Mm. And he hasn't been playing for like two games or so. Mm -hmm. So it becomes a problem, it becomes that imbalance within the team. And then now we we also trying to look at okay, okay, why the parts are not winning. It's not because it's not because maybe they they defend very badly I think there's bad combinations on the pitch you know the partnerships are bad yeah sure very bad like you find Dengani yeah. who is to me as a central midfielder I think he played central midfielder most of his life yeah. especially in Bloomington Celtics and then you come to a big team where there's certain responsibilities that in Bloomington, Six, uh, Bloomington Celtics they were not there so now he comes here he needs to play differently yeah. now you have Happy Jailer that is very experienced he's been playing that position now he's a captain so sometimes playing for Lana Paris there's a big crowd there's no time I friend to tell you men coming look over your shoulder yeah 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 you need everybody needs to know their roles and take responsibility you gotta know yeah yeah you know there's a lot of chopping changes down there's a new boy that plays as a right back as well he's new into the team mm. he's just new you so, know as a player of pirates right now you've got to be what's the word not frustrated truly craving consistency of yeah. some sort do you yeah, know what yeah. i mean yeah, yeah. And you got to feel sorry for someone like like wayne sandlands for example yeah i mean i felt sorry for him when they signed uh was it Dele, the keeper from yeah, france Dele, yeah mm. i mean for me wayne is Sure. For the past 10 years, one of the best keepers in the PSL. Yeah. Certainly the hardest working keeper I've ever worked with, had the privilege Wayne, of working with. Wayne, Wayne works hard. He I is, yeah, he's a solid boy. Yeah. Very professional. And he was getting everything against Highlands. Everything. Well, I mean, now he's, now he's, he's 36, eh? And now he's playing like he's 20 again. It's yeah. unbelievable. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, you need that. Uh, if, if there's one position you need to be solid at Pirates at the moment is, is, is goalkeeper, which they've got. Yeah. But in front of him, he must be himself every game. Yeah. yeah. I see in the comments all the time people going, why doesn't Rulani just try to go back to Mitru's system? He was there for it mm. last season a, season, a season prior. So why does he so so vehemently believe in change now that that's not working why doesn't he just try Michu's system again because he knows how he knows how to set well, it's that not up. his way he's trying to cement his stake you know of i'm course. rulani mcquena this is the way i play if yeah. you like it or don't yeah. like if, it it's if, me if, even me if i was a coach i'll never resort to other, other coaches system it's me i need to put on my personality there. and people need to understand one thing as much as rulani as things are not going well for him right now the guys that guy's good he's unbelievable he's unbelievable we've spoken about it at length before Tenko. i'm telling you he's, he's, he's amazing in front of the camera he's amazing mm -hmm. he knows the game mm -hmm. he's amazing so now if 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 given a chance I know South Africans, we don't like give giving. him a chance. Give, <laughs> uh, we know that Orlando Pirates are craving for a trophy. Yeah, we know that, but give Orlando a chance. Yeah, I Ivan's promise got his back. you, I promise you, you'll see the change. You'll see where Orlando Pirates will be, and you'll see how many people are going to copy what Orlando is doing. Yeah, and you know what I find he's funny good. about South wow. African fans, right? That's a big statement. Eh, I promise you, he's that good. I worked with him when we won Champions League. I was about to say, you worked with him before, about. and you worked with Pizzo before, and you've spoken to him at length on how you rate yeah, Pizzo yeah, as well yeah. as a coach. No, Pizzo, in terms of preparation, Operations. Those are two different coaches. Yeah. Pito in preparation, trust me, Pito knows every player, every strength of every player. He's, he's, Pito lives, sleeps football. Mm. There, you cannot tell me yeah. anything about football. He knows the game. That's why he's winning so much because he puts in the work. Mm. 
Rolani is your, he's got the finesse, you know, into the game. He likes bringing in new things because he's very young. Very he young. likes bringing in new things. And, and, that's that's right, yeah, and he's brave. It's, imagine a lot of pirates, every coach that goes there, they're scared to change. They're all doing the same thing. So Rolani is new. He's bringing something new. He's fearing football, but Exactly. Yeah. Give him a chance. Oh, oh, look, when you watch Orlando Pirates play, my friend, you're also smiling. They play beautiful football. Absolutely. They mm. play beautiful, but they don't put in the ball in the net because everybody wants to, they want to score with too many touches. Mm. We know that. We Everybody can, it's clear, we, we know that. But what I'm saying is like, give Orlando two more years. Yo. Simon, what do you think about Pirates, bud? Your expert opinion. Yo. <laughs> <laughs> yo. That's the headline. Quote of the session. Yeah. Yo. Hey, that is yo. Uh, <laughs> like, please don't put me, don't throw me on the bus. I think we should really give uh, this guy uh, his opinion. Yeah. yeah. I think Rolando should take off the mask. We can see Steve Combell. <laughs> <laughs> Who said that? No, guys, no. I think also, I think also because he, uh, Rolani has no background of him playing professional football, it's a, a little bit of an advantage, a disadvantage rather, because they respect his less. I get that. Mm -hmm. But now people are not judging you based on what you're doing. Now. All the guys that played football were like, ah, Clinton Lassen, let's give him a chance. He's been coaching for many years. Mm. Clinton Lassen. Have you ever played under someone who's never played at the highest level? Yeah, Rolando, Bibi Mutomo. Where, where did Bibi Mutomo play? I don't know. Yes. I don't know. But I'm just saying, it, it happens, yeah. Yeah. you know, that uh, we, we don't respect the guys that probably maybe never play that much. But also Mourinho, where did Mourinho play? Correct. True. You see, so he just said, we need to be judging this person by by uh, the work that he's, that he's doing. And Rolani hasn't failed, actually. Oh, yeah. he's growing. Yeah. You know, and... Was and, he 32 and, years old? Yeah. Uh, maybe he's 22. <laughs> he looks 22, though. He looks young, yeah. He looks very young. No, he's a young coach. But then... Uh, Calculate how many years Peter started being successful after being a coach. How, many, how, mm -hmm. how long Peter has been a coach to actually get to Rulani hasn't away. even started. He hasn't even yeah. started, but now and he's coaching he's one of the biggest teams in Africa. Guys, to coach Orlando Paris is not easy. Yeah, that I can tell you that much. Even being a player, it's easy to sign for Orlando Paris, but to play different story. Yeah. Yes, you it's would similar, know. It's similar also to Sir Alex when he was starting as a coach. He yeah. didn't immediately start winning trophies, but eventually he becomes one of the greatest coaches we've ever seen. You know, yeah. it's the same. It's the same thing. But one thing I know that Doctor. Ivan Koza is not a dumb person. He knows what he's doing with Rolani. 100%. Yeah. And, he, and he supports him. Exactly. I do feel like we need to give some context to this. So the fan reactions, <laughs> one, I got that after the Stellenbosch match. And we get them straight after the match when they're at their most mad. If we play the other one, you'll hear how... <laughs> you like people mad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this guy. Ah, uh, my name is Simpo Bignasi. As in Yamagangani is my team. Ah, Nagala Pile Gamulani. I'm tired. I'm feeling tired. Come on, Ulani. Bona. I'm tired. Get a pile. Get a pile. Get a pile. I'm tired. Gaulani. Take a parrot in the coach. Ripple Jagged is telling Bosco. One of the most Some of us, but go back at Tampere. Come on, guys. Come on. These guys must pick up their socks. Bomb, bomb, one, two, 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 um, and now they have a turnaround. So they so they also see the opportunity for patience there. So I think that, you know, we get those post-match and they're just 
funny does. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But <laughs> also, it puts them under pressure because Chiefs is doing well. So mm, it's like the bragging rights are gone now. Because mm. now you can't have a conversation in the pub like, ah, you know, they used to do that with kids and Chiefs. Yeah, you guys don't win. But now things have turned around so, 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 so much for them. So I mean, but to compare him to Steve Compel is a bit of a, I mean, you can't yeah, imagine right. Rolani oh. saying, we are the biggest toilet in the world. Whenever we want to relieve ourselves, it's easier to get rid of the coach. <laughs> <laughs> Steve Compel had his best. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, when Rulani, they kind of take things out of context with him. Like, yeah. like we made fun of him for saying he ran out of time. I don't think he was saying, you know, give us give us 30 minutes yeah. extra time. Yeah, 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 yeah. He was more so saying like, you know, we just kind of didn't get going until the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, uh, they, they're kind of unfair to the guy. He's a very intelligent young coach. Um, I don't agree with with firing coaches straight outright. I think give them a season. I mean, Arsenal's given, for example, Unai Emery a full season and a half. And now only we're saying... That's a full yeah, season and a half too much, I think. But we'll get to that. We'll get to we'll that. We'll get to the <laughs> So your Pirates, they played eight, conceded 13, nine points, 10th on the log. Not good enough. Not yet. Two big games coming up. I think if they win those two games, we might see new parts coming out in the middle of November, you know? And they're capable, dude. 100%. Like, they're capable. And we all know that when Lano Pirates win games, how interesting the league is. Mm. You know, it's very nice. Mm. Lano Pirates on song, you know, people actually come to the stadiums and all that stuff. So, just Can you imagine it goes down to the wire? It's Chiefs huge. against Pirates. Mm. How amazing would that be for the PSL? Make sure that Pizza doesn't hear you say that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Pizza. I'm just saying. You know what I'm saying? Like, that'll be, that'll be epic, eh? Yeah, that'll, that'll be, be epic. That'll be fantastic. So uh, you sat down. You didn't sit down with him. Sorry, you called up uh, Brocky. Well, Jeremy Brocky. Yeah, we had a yeah. couple of quick fire yeah, questions yeah. with the big J dog, and this is what he had to say. All right, boss, you ready for ten quick fire questions? Yeah, I think so. Let's see how we go. Here we go, boy. Funniest guy in the PSL you've played with? Tuso Pala. Sure. Flashiest dresser? Oh, Bradley Schrobler. <laughs> no ways. No ways. Really? Oh, God. What? Okay. He's going to love you for that, eh? Yeah. I th- sorry. When you, when you said, uh, I thought it was going to be just in the Maritzburg team. So now you put me on the spot. No, no. It's all good. It's all good. Uh, worst dressed. Dean Furman. By far. <laughs> by far. Uh, your worst mistake in a match. Um... I'll, I'll have to go to my most recent penalty miss uh, for Marisburg United on debut. <laughs> the teammate who thinks he's funny, but he's actually not. Um, oh, let me go. <laughs> this is not very quick fire, is it? <laughs> <laughs> Richard Afori, the captain. All right, cool. Uh, the loudest player you've played with. Oh, that's also Richard as well. Yeah. Like, well, it's one of those ones when you're when you're not when you're having a bit of an off day or you just want some peace and quiet. He's always loud and in your face. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like my missus, bro. Um, yep. Best fo- best footballing memory besides meeting me in my career or yeah. in South Africa? Uh, yeah, career. Uh, uh, my career definitely has to be the 2010 uh, World Cup here in, in South Africa. My my appearance against Paraguay. Lovely. And in, in, in SA? In SA, uh, probably my first Ned Bank Cup trophy with, with Supersport. It was my first piece of silverware as a professional player. Nice. Favorite car? Uh, um, I'm not I'm not too into the to the flash cars, so I'll say my nice family get around by Kia Sorento. Lovely. <laughs> <laughs> Brookie, your favorite local food? Oh, um, 
Biltong. Okay, lovely. And your favorite <laughs> holiday destination? Uh, Mauritius. Yeah? It's, uh, it's a place that we go to. Where you can eat and drink. Nice way to wind down after a tough season. 100%. And I saw your kids wearing a New Zealand rugby jersey on Instagram the other day. Have you thrown them yeah. away? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we've packed that away. We've folded that away, and uh, we'll save that for another four years' time. I think. <laughs> All right, my brother. Thanks for your time. Sweet, man. Cheers. Brocky, okay. what a boy. And before that, actually, he was just about to go coach some kids. I mean, <laughs> would you let your kids near Jeremy Brocky? Hell no. <laughs> Hell no. <laughs> Dean Furman, where's dress? Tex? I haven't seen the guy, actually, off the pitch. I don't want to lie. Worst dress, a big state. Our, I'm our also captain, our leader. I'm also, worst dress. I was also surprised Nobody because... Nobody captains don't dress that well. I know a few. Yeah? Yeah. I'm not going to say them. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, no, but Tom for one, the dirt. he knows that and he, he doesn't it. care. Good I man. Love, I love him. Kekana. And he doesn't care. And he'll tell you straight that whenever you see me wearing a jean, you must know that I'm going to something serious. I don't <laughs> wear a jean coming to train. He doesn't care. But he's a man of principle, of course. 100%. You know, same as and that shows on that picture as well, you know? Yeah. Mm. So Dino, come on, boy. Bradley Krubler, best dressed. That's a shocker, eh? Yeah, yeah. A I white mean, guy, best dressed. <laughs> Never. Jeez. Jeremy Brock is lying. <laughs> <laughs> who who is the best dress? Who, who have you seen like, hey man, this guy is, is killing it. I think I think most of PSO players that actually dress as well, we all dress the same. Mm. We might not dress the same brand, but we all dress the same. It's like your normal jean, t-shirt type of thing. Mm. I think most guys dress well. But mm. it's just that we actually recognize the one that dress c- So yeah. it's easier to recognize <laughs> that one than the best dresser. No pressure, yeah. yeah. But yeah, I mean... Uh, Onto Jeremy, I think it's a good move for him going to Maritzburg, personally. He just needs that goal yeah. just to get him rocking and rolling again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think he's 100% fit now, so we'll be seeing a lot of him in the pitch. Um, yeah, fingers crossed all the wells for him, eh? Yeah, but all look, those. I think also, because I, I, when we were doing the game on Friday against Cape Town City, mm. I think one thing that the, the Maritzburg players are still struggling with is the understanding between them and Brocky, because Brocky still does those runs that he was doing at Super mm. Sport, mm-hmm. but the crosses are not coming there. Yeah, And uh, Maritzburg is a team actually crosses the ball but Brook is not a header he always wants the ball in the far post yeah. so he can volley it but the crosses are not coming there so if they can have that understanding we'll see a better Brook and a better Maritzburg yeah you know, I you think Eric Tech has done very well there yeah. so yeah fingers crossed that uh, that shall continue hey definitely definitely so uh, I do this thing called uh, my starter pack my starter pack <laughs> my <You know>? first <laughs> yes uh, I, I chat to players about their first car first house that sort of thing so I sat down well I didn't sit down I always say that um, I got we forgive you. I got uh, Mark Mayambella on the phone. Great guy. Um, and uh, he has some funny stories. Uh, which one you got lined up there, sir? My first paycheck. My first <laughs> salary at Celtics was 5,500 rands. Most of it, I spent it on my mom. Because uh, I remember I had a signing on fee of uh, 15,000. So I gave it to my mom. That's a lot. <laughs> You said it's a lot? Yeah. How much was your first paycheck, if you're willing to 1. say? 1.2. Where was that? PSL, Real Stars. Wow. Mm. 1.2, and I have to pay 600 rands for, for rent. So 600 bucks to spoil yourself, eh? Yeah, 600 bucks. And the 600 bucks to spoil myself, I need to have money for grocery, because I was staying with Abednego and each other. He was earning way more than me, but he wanted me to buy groceries. So <laughs> there was no way, Chief. So that's why that first season of, of me in the PSL, it was struggle. Yeah. It was struggle. Dang. And you, Sean? First I think I was a little bit more. I was at Vits. Um, I think it was like seven, seven and a half. But Ooh, was... People were earning much. I, I started getting that money in M- uh, NFD. In the PSL, never. My, st- my first salary was 1.2. 
Something's, something's not right. Yeah, yeah. We need a feature about like PSL player struggles. Like, you know, oh, yeah. the, the things that they don't tell you, you yeah. know, because you always see the flashy stuff and you go, ah, these players, you know, they get everything they want. I know, yeah. That's and right. Then, we, we could speak for days on that. Yeah. yeah. Like the, the life of a football is not always that glamorous. Yeah. 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 You know, but I think also what's like, important with maybe if we speak about how they started, like what's, what is it that they did to, to get initiated to be part of the team? Because I think now players just come in and just, just play. For us, when you started, we had to pick up the balls of the training, mm. the cones and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, we had to do that. Of course. We did that. Dang. Now, That's, these days... That doesn't happen, eh? Nah, not anymore. First now ones to leave the open. bloody field. Well, they're the, the first ones to leave. Now they're the first... The younger ones, especially, they're the first ones to leave. Entitled, Teko. Exactly. <laughs> the players of these days are entitled. It's bullshit. Dang. I wonder if... The, was there ever, like, hazing? Like, did they ever, like... No. Like a senior player, like, you know... Oh, back in the day. I mean, it'll, it'll be good to get someone like Ron Fernandez in here and talk about his vid stays, because I'm sure you got up to a lot of yeah. there. He's a yeah. naughty boy, that one. Yeah. Because I always wonder about, like, pranks. Like, you show up and, like, your, your locker's empty. Oh, I can something. tell you a good prank. It happened to me. Uh, Del Sadinsky, Phil Evans, Roger Desar. I was new at Vits. And I used to come to training on my Vespa because I thought I was cool, you know? Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Until you discovered, I discovered I wasn't cool. I was picturing Sean tall. And I looked Sean very, on a Vespa very gay. But anyway. Top heavy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so come out of training one day, my Vespa's gone. Literally in tears. It's brand new, you know? Yeah. I can see Roger like sniggering and laughing and Dale's like sniggering and laughing and Phil is pissing in his pants, literally. I look up, you know, Bidvest Park or Bidvest Stadium. They put it on top of the roof. Wow. They put it on top of the roof. Don't ask me how. We had to get a crane to get it down. What? We couldn't get it down. They got oh. it up. We couldn't get it down. That is ridiculous. They probably threw it there. <laughs> you know, the story <laughs> of my life. I was bullied, Teko. Yeah, I'm still yeah. trying to get over it, okay? Yeah, yeah we have I to get them in here and ask them how they did it. I was bullied a lot as well because I was very skinny. That is amazing. You know, Nothing's changed, eh? Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I was bullied. And, and also maybe because, um, you know, all the guys that were there, they were much older than me. Yeah. Like they were early 30s, mm. you know, late 20s. So I was just 18, fresh from Soweto. Best way to learn, bro. You know, so I learned a lot. But I think also with that, I I took a lot because of most of them, they actually taught me stuff. Like Frank McCoy taught me how to play proper midfield. Mm. And is somebody that actually doesn't get praised or nobody speaks about him. And uh, I was competing with Tapululiao in the same position when when he left Rias as he went straight to Orlando Pirates mm. to play so it was difficult for me to play I'll be friends with Tapelo today he respects me the way that he did before but it just isn't because I learned you know I was very young but you were willing to learn too, I was willing that's to that's the learn. difference these days yeah, yeah, the guys these days are not willing I wanted to make it I knew that if I can learn and listen I'll be better than them 100% right? and then then then, then whether well, I'm better I was better or not but for the fact that it helped me so much to, to become um, a player that can actually play in the national team or in a big team it's because what Rias does that season itself it has taught me a lot well if all the youngsters had your attitude these days we'd see a much better PSL but because they're getting exposed too quickly yeah mm. too much too quick yeah they're getting exposed too quickly so, so so now one game they're in the newspapers whether it's MDC whether it's the PSL everybody get exposed too quickly and I think that have made it but also another problem is I think we touched on it when we had a coffee the other day we said it's too easy now to get a Bafana cap isn't it yeah no no, no, it's, they just it's, hand them out like it's cheese and tomato sandwiches. Yeah, it's like you're loading it. You know that sometimes you load the data and then they give you extra SMS minutes? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's like in the PSL. Like once you just play one good game, trust me, you have your final cap. Yeah. And then after the final cap, you get an interview. So now you're getting profile. I think you're a big dog. Mm. We had to wait. If I was telling Sean the other day, like I had to wait.
elite to be profiled. You had Steve Pinar, you had Darren Buckley, yeah. you had all Benny McCarthy's, mm-hmm. you had Mr. Zuma, Nomvet. I had all those guys. That's Steve Morris. Dude, yeah. I had all those guys. So I needed to wait for my turn to play first so I can get profiled. Mm. So imagine you have to wait like this yeah. for Steve Pinar to play bad. You're going to wait forever. Yeah. So you'll be racing. <laughs> yes. So, but, but it's just that uh, we know that times have changed, but it's just that the principles shouldn't change. You know, sure. you know, we, people need to earn the national team caps. You know, it, it needs to be, it needs to be a pride for you to, to uh, you know, to wear the jersey. So they've now, lost that pride, haven't they? Yeah. Because it's a weekend away now. In, yeah. People can walk in mm. the national team and out as they please. You know, somebody can come from Europe and come here and get injured just because he wants to see his family. Yeah. You know, there's, there's, there's always ways that we're footballers. We can That's get away with so many things. Absolutely, yeah. You know? Can't wait uh, for us to get those thoughts in a couple of weeks time when we uh, preview the uh, AFCON qualifiers. Because um, if I know anything, you have some strong thoughts there. Um, <clears throat> let's get into this worst dressed. Yes, I've I've had the liberty this month. No, this <laughs> week. Sorry, <laughs> guys. <laughs> Sorry, guys. So every week we're going to look at two guys who have been the worst dressed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm, I'm going to pass this around. It's going to be loaded so, up on screen. So just 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 to make people aware, footballers, just be sure that we're looking, we're watching. <laughs> look at this. Willard Katsander, my friend. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? And why? And what? <laughs> and he's holding a cup, a tear. Uh, cup of tea. Yeah, that's a it's a strange it's, it's image. A soft touch. It's it's yeah. I don't know it's details. Man. I'm confuzzled. There's always a running joke about people who wear like camouflage. Where it's like, where's his chest? <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm saying. <laughs> He's lost his sleeves. I don't know. But yeah, Willard, thank you, my brother. Katsandi, I didn't do anything. I didn't say he, anything. He's definitely part of this. <laughs> part of this. <laughs> Look, at least he's wearing clothes, which... At least he's wearing clothes, which I can't say much for my ex-teammate Stefan van Niel here. I don't know what, what he's doing. What are we about to look at? Oh, oh man. You know, it looks... You know when you drive past a bad car accident? You know you shouldn't look, but you, you always look. You always can't look, help yeah. yourself. This is it. Did but, he like... What he said underneath is, is, is the is the cherry on top. What did he say? In order to appreciate the sun, you got to know what the rain is. Stefan van Niel. Ah. Beautiful. Cheesy. <laughs> Be careful, guys. We're on you. Cheesy. But we love you. Man. Not great. Man. It's just that he didn't have the caption to go with a picture. That's all. I just kind of threw up in my mouth a little, just a little bit. <laughs> just a little bit. Just a little bit. Man, did he baby oil himself up there? Of course he did. We'll, we'll get some of that rain. You can wash it out. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, boy. Ooh, ooh. We have predictions to get into. Please play this clip. I love this clip. Prediction of the week right here. Yeah. So Princess, how do you see the game going? What do you think? What's your score prediction? England versus the Springboks in the Rugby World Cup final of 2019 in Japan. What is your score prediction? 2-1. 2-1. <laughs> 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 oh my god yeah. that is hilarious it's so good I think she was so caught off guard though of course she for was for sure yeah. but yeah. it is funny the best way to like really rev up those staunch Afrikaans guys is when you know ball goes down points everyone's cheering he's like who scored the goal yeah, yeah. Like, you all yeah. see but, the, the fire in their eyes yeah. <laughs> but Teko's right about her being caught off guard because I've seen the video and there's these weird like zoom ins on zoom her in, face yeah, yeah, yeah. and so when you see her face she's like I think she's making coffee. Yeah, she yeah. is. Yeah. yeah, she is making coffee. <laughs> she's just like, and you can tell it's it's a football person. Yeah, she has yeah. no idea what's possible. Nah. God bless her. Only thing on her mind is Paris Chiefs. So she's, like, yeah. <laughs> she's gone two one. She's gone two one. So right. we've got Telcom knockout this Ooh. weekend. 
tough tough week big ones big ones tough, um, interesting ones well before we get there brought to you by sponsor pending <laughs> <laughs> please wait <laughs> we'd like to thank the good people over at what's this space guys <laughs> uh maritzburg we're since let's start with let's start with maritzburg highlands because you spoke to brocky mm. what are your thoughts there brocky the player sure. struggling for a goal versus highlands with uh shalulile up front yeah highlands on form you know even even though the last result hasn't shown that but they're certainly playing well so are maritzburg i think it's three and three for maritzburg if i'm not mistaken mm-hmm. uh, maritzburg at home i'm going for a low scoring win for maritzburg 2-1 two, 2-1 one. Two, one. deco um also judging on how maritzburg is playing lately and how they previously played against highlands park especially then maritzburg maritzburg played better because they're more of a team that passes the ball mm-hmm. than what highlands park does but now highlands Park has a different dimension as well with Litsulonyana playing lately so he gives them that extra mm. you know that extra boost but I, I think it's going to be a 1-0 game it's, it's, it's going to be one of those games that they cancel each other because that's Owen Owen likes to play a system that cancel someone else and then you know get that set piece and then probably maybe you know but I see I see Marisbeck going through okay you yeah. mean 1-0 hey 1-0 cool. yeah. so we're on the same wavelength there I'm actually going to say Highlands because they're mad I'm going to say that <laughs> I'm going to say that they take out their anger on, on Maritzburg and uh, take a 2-0 win. 2-0. It's difficult to win there, my friend. Maritzburg's not a... Was it Harry Gawala, hey? Aren't they playing in that small pitch of theirs? Harry Gawala Stadium. That's what it's called. I don't know. In Maritzburg, yeah. Sure, it's called Harry Gawala Stadium. It's difficult and... And yeah, and people actually come and support Maritzburg. Yeah. So it's difficult mm. to win there. So. They've got a nice support base. Yeah, they yeah, do. Yeah. They, they've got they a do. decent squad this they've season. They've got a decent squad, yeah. Super Sport United versus Golden Arrows. I um, I think they're playing this one in a neutral ground, if I'm not mistaken. I think they're playing this in Nelson, uh, in, in Nelspreit. Yeah, Nelspreit. So I'm going for a Super Sport win. I think up front, Super Sport are dominant. And I don't think Golden Arrows can hold them off for this one. I'm yeah. going for a 2 0 win, Super Sport. Yeah, I see. I see a game that actually might have many goals than two, merely because of how Super Sport attacks. And with Golden Arrows, we know that they're relying on um, what's, that, what's that boy? Um, the striker, the number nine, the one that actually scored more goals for them. The Zimbabwean boy. Yeah, uh, Matizwe. Matizwe. Yeah. They're only relying on Matizwe. So now with Super Sport, there's different dimensions. There's Probla, there's Kabuza as well. Rosika might chip in. I love there. that partnership. There's a nice understanding there. So I, I see Super Sport winning that game, maybe because Super Sport has a taste of victory now. They know, you know, they've mm. been in the podium. So they wanna they wanna do that again because they know that the league can go either way. So they might as well grab all these things that are yeah. within their reach. So I see Super Sport winning that game. Probably 3-0 or 3-1. Three, one. Three, one. It's gonna be more than two goals. Yeah, uh betting against Super Sport in a cup competition probably end up looking like an idiot. So cup specialist uh, now. Eh? Yeah, cup specialist. <laughs> over there so I think I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna agree with you guys but I'm actually gonna say I'm gonna go yeah I'm gonna go 2-0 I'm gonna go 2-0 yeah. there Wise yeah. man. and then Wiseman Mutiz so uh, how's uh, Chipper United versus Sundowns yeah so Chipper at home I think it is um, yeah. I think they knocked Sundowns out last Telcom Cup yeah, if I'm not mistaken was it a mm-hmm. season or two seasons ago I think they did it was last year last season and I'm going for Sundowns win though mm-hmm. away from home a convincing Sundowns win yeah. I think Chipper are nowhere near where they should be mm-hmm. yeah. I think it's criminal that they're on their third coast already this season mm-hmm. um, and yeah uh, convincing three to four goal advantage as well for me yeah. so another dominating Sundowns yeah. performance yeah. in the Telcom knockout I don't see Pizzo 
losing two games in a row. Yeah, like when Pizzo loses a game, it's funeral. You know, it's it's too much tension. I don't I don't think players want to go through that. <laughs> so I see <laughs> they're not allowed not, to lose. It, yeah, it's not nice. It's really not nice because you can't even smile. Yeah. They'll tell you straight when we lose at sundowns, it's a funeral. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Tell you straight. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I see a very dominant sundowns on the day with all the big guys coming back, your Tembazwane mm-hmm. and all that stuff. So I see sundowns probably winning three or four. Yeah. Maybe even five. Yeah. You, you know how they are. They're ruthless because probably maybe they wanna you know rectify what happened last week. You know, big results so that you know can can be back in the good things. Yeah. Yeah. Um. You know, I'm looking at guys like Meza. Tembazwane is gonna be back. You know, when I saw him announced in the Bafana squad, I was like, okay, that means he's probably gonna play the next match for Sundowns. Um, so, you know, it's just gonna be too too difficult. You know, apart from the Chiefs match, Sundowns had that dominant 5-0 victory. Um, and yeah, as Teko said, it's Pizzo, man. Pizzo is out for he's out for blood right now. Yeah, not two games in a row. Losing two games in a row. Trust me, you wouldn't want to go to training. <laughs> Trust me, you wouldn't want to go to training. That's how bad it is because he hates losing. Mm. And you can see also it's instilled with the guys as well. Sundowns players hate losing. Yeah. They don't want to lose because they know how you know how unsettling it is. Yeah. So they're used to winning and when they get such opportunity, you know, if they were playing another big game, we're like, okay, maybe two one they but now they're playing cheaper. Mm. Even though cheaper is like how many weeks preparing for that game it doesn't matter mm. new coach new coach new system <laughs> we'll come back next week we'll say new coach yeah <laughs> <laughs> you might be right then. new coach yeah yeah Jeez, man. <laughs> so I see a very very dominant sundowns right the big one yeah the big one the tough one sure Chiefs versus Pirates Soweto Derby Moses Mabida Stadium yeah. I am going on my gut here I'm saying because of Pirates's What's the word? Unsurety at the back. I'm going with a Chiefs win. I'm going for a 2-1 Chiefs. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be an unbelievable game. Mm. And that's what I'm feeling. And I hope I'm right. Deco. Um, former Pirates man yourself. Yeah, I'm a former Sundance man. Playing <laughs> <laughs> Orlando Pirates. Yes. <laughs> and Supersport. Yeah. Shit. But you must start with Sundance because that's where I won everything. Correct. Yeah. You know? Not saying anything bad about Orlando Pirates. No, no, no. But I think the problem now that teams are facing, especially with Kaiser Chiefs, Nokovic, he's a problem. Mm. It's very difficult difficult to, to play against him is a nuisance and then now Willian Lopez mustard playing Castro and Nukovic the at, front. The, at yeah. the same time and, and it works yeah. so well with Orlando Paris defense problems it's going to be a big issue and we know that Orlando Paris is not a team to sit back and absorb pressure and we know that they're going to open the game and once they open the game they open for Kama, Manyama to utilize the spaces Nukovic who always plays on the shoulder mm. it's, 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 it's going to be a long day for Orlando Paris so I see a 2-1 victory for Kaiser Chiefs. Two and victory for Chiefs. Um, I've I've come to always kind of go against the grain when it comes to derbies specifically. Um, I know on paper Chiefs should be winning this match. They it's lined up for them to finally break that curse of, of not beating Pirates since 2014. But again, it's it almost feels too good to be true for me. Um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna go one one and it goes all the way to penalties and Pirates sneak it. Nice. That's 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 my prediction. You know, I'm, it it could go it could go either way. Um, I don't see Pirates winning it outright. I'll say that. Yeah. I think I think they're gonna have to push it all the way to the end to get a win. Might happen though. Football's a beautiful game, Seiko. Yeah, anything's gonna happen. Yeah, we just, we just want to see a beautiful game. That's all. I think we will. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna yeah. be fireworks. There's gonna be absolute fireworks. And right. on the pitch, not on the touchline. <laughs> <laughs> in the see tunnel. A beautiful game. Yeah, no, we're tired of it. Not in the tunnel. No, we're on the beautiful game on the pitch. Premier League action. Yes. 
Hooray! Mm. Interessant. Who are we talking about? Uh, so, I think the easy one to predict is going to be Aston Villa versus Liverpool. Why is it easy? Because, man. Football's not easy, my man. Football's full of surprises. <laughs> but funny enough, I'm going for Liverpool win. <laughs> funny enough. <laughs> funny enough. <laughs> yeah, right. Funny. Uh, yeah, uh, convincing Liverpool win for me. Um, we saw them last night in uh, action against, against Arsenal. But yeah, I mean, they, they played their schoolboys. They did well. A magnificent game for the neutral. Um, convincing three goal advantage Liverpool win for me yeah. away from home yeah I see Liverpool winning the game you know they're solid especially now this season after winning the Champions League you know mm -hmm. they became more solid and they've got that belief in them that you know they can score as many goals as they want to and even with Van Dijk there at the back you know they're safe you mm -hmm. know I think I think it's going to be a very convincing win you know yeah. those two Africans they're up front they're doing the business mm. it's very difficult to mark those two unbelievable you know, they, 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 they're doing a great job for, for Liverpool so it's it's actually interesting to watch Liverpool play. Like they're playing a, a very demanding system, mm. and I don't understand that. How does the coach actually makes them to work that? Mm. Because normally you never find Salah coming back to track or tracking back to come and, and defend. Mm. You know, you know, he's a fleshy player. He's a player supposed to score goals for you, but the system is designed for everybody to work. So everybody works. We'll move on from that. I also predict a Liverpool victory. Um, I'll, I'll go. I'll go three now. Arsenal Wolves. Who supports Arsenal? Number one. You support Arsenal. I support Arsenal. Wow, dude. Hey, listen. I started supporting them in the it's, year it's, 2000. It's a depressing Jar. time to be an Arsenal fan. Jar. Jar. It's actually depressing to be you, Slew, full stop. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Um, yeah, Arsenal draw. Wow, I'm gonna, yeah, I'll go for a, I'm going for an Arsenal win. Um, I don't care about Arsenal or Wolves. I'm just going for an Arsenal win. That's me. That's, That's me. Fair. That's done. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I don't watch Arsenal, so you'll tell me next week what was the school. Yeah, yeah, no. And, I'm not gonna uh, waste my time. You'll probably see it on my face. Yeah. yeah. I, think, I think I'll be surprised. Man City, Southampton. Man City's gonna absolutely destroy them. Southampton coming off a 9 0 loss mm. and a. Maybe a 10 to with 3 0 loss in the COVID Cup. Yes, yes. Final, I think. So 12 goals conceded in two games. Now they're going to the, the league champions. The best team on the planet, in my opinion. Totally unbiased. Yeah, we're looking at a, a four-goal a four goal gap here, for sure. Yeah. In, in, uh, in Man City's favor. Yeah, but with the, with, it's easy with the, with the Man City because of how they play. Irrespective of who plays, the, the structure is still the same. Just mm. like Liverpool, you know, they're very well structured. And uh, it's one team that they always want to score more. So see you five, you're six nil there. Mm -hmm. If it's possible, they actually increase it. But I know for a fact that the guys that are on song don't actually score your Sterling. Your Aguero, obviously, on his first post. And uh, you might even find Jesus there also being a scorer someday. So the brain obviously will create something something stupid yeah. you'll create it yeah but that's the team that's the challenge. team that they have you know it's it's a team that is very very ruthless on uh, on just they just want to kill everybody so it's going to be it's not going to be an interesting game but it's going to be one-sided game like we normally see with man city yeah yeah i mean man city i'm gonna go five nil just because aguero up top one of the greatest strikers we have to say in premier league history as a foreigner um, as a foreigner as yes. well um and um you know sterling down the left for me genuinely Early shout for next year's Ballon d'Or. He's playing remarkable football. If he, if, if Man City do well in the Champions League, it's like Virgil Van Dijk, where it's like he, he's like almost like a shoe in to, to win because you have to kind of be in the Champions League conversation to be in the Ballon d'Or conversation. Yeah. So um, as soon as City get that right, Sterling's in the conversation, and then De Bruyne, he's what Ozil used to be, um, and just better, just better, yeah, just better. Um, you know, he reminds me of of, of Ozil when he had um, when he was at Madrid. 
Madrid with, with Ronaldo in front of him. Yeah. Just assist king. Um, and Riyad Mahrez, who I think was their player of the month last month. Yeah, he was. Um, just, Good signing. Yeah, yeah. And so, you know, Southampton's legs have been spread wide open over the past couple of weeks. So. Sounds familiar. So, <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely not going to be easy. Uh, okay, okay. <laughs> Stop. Easy. Easy. <laughs> Stop. Do we have a, a, an inspirational quote after talking all yeah, this? Yes. Uh, each show we're going to end off with um, I know these PSL guys love a little quote and so do I. I'm sure Teko you do as well. Um, yep. This week I've got hold of Pablo Nyamani. Is he still playing? Yeah, he's at Super Sport. So, enjoy today. Don't be trapped by your yesterday and anxious about your tomorrow. So in other words, if you've got one foot in the past and one in the future, you're pissing on the present. Dang. Damn. Hey, Mr. Nyamani, thanks for the code. Thank you, Tabo. And thank Very you, guys. First podcast. Now. Yes, that is how we wipe down the car at the car wash here. So I was thinking of that all show long, just like, how do I wrap this up? <laughs> but it's been, it's been awesome. Thank you, Teko. Of course. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Been great. Thank you, Slu. Yeah. Thank you, Simon. So hopefully next time we'll have food here. Please, can you organize that? <laughs> Nando's. Because we were supposed to eat first. Correct. I mean, I, I hooked you up with my with my with my chow, you know what I mean? Uh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. So consistency. Consistency. <laughs> <laughs> One consistency. <laughs> <laughs> Sweet. What, what do what what am I supposed to bring next time? Maybe I'll cook for you guys. No, 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 no. Nando's, bro. It's the way forward, eh? It's fine. Nando's, it's fine. Nando's, guys. We guys. Need a sponsor, yeah. Them, them prices. Like, <laughs> wink, wink. Nudge, nudge. But thank you guys so much for coming in. And uh, to you guys at home, find us right here next week. Same time, same place. Talking all over again. Today is a great day for a car wash. Yeah, sure. Car wash. <laughs> <laughs> this is the car wash on Sakala Duma Radio. This is a Shangana Corner.